0: going well on, guys? We're sure. back with another episode of the Coast to Coast podcast. We're finally getting to March Madness. We had a fantastic tournament. It's always great uh, to have, you know, honestly, one of, if not, you know, the best sporting event. I mean, it's just so fun watching each team, you know, go in, single elimination, anything can happen, and uh, which is really kind of what happened. You know, we got like a St. Peter's. We got a crazy run. It was a really, really, uh, I think, memorable tournament for the most part. But first of
1: all, how are you doing? I am big chill and it's been a pretty chill uh it's only week 2 for me right now. I know y'all are like in the complete opposite opposite end of school right now but it's been pretty mm-hmm. chill so far. The weather's been nice so it's well, you're nice on, Yeah, you're on quarters, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm on semester so yeah, like we just got done with spring break and then it's just like right back into the grind. Which sucks. Yeah. But yeah. we'll get through it. But we'll um let's start off with the championship that was um Monday night, probably everyone will be listening to this uh, on Wednesday, so two di- two days ago. Um, Kansas, UNC, I mean, freaking typical, man. I mean, it's like it happens in the tournament just for, you know, the blue bloods and the schools that always make it to end up making it. Uh, Kansas, UNC, Kansas almost blew it. They, they really almost gave it up by stepping out of bounds, but it didn't matter because, uh, you know, they ended up, missing that three but uh I think uh, a pretty solid game I mean we've been blessed with some really great national championship games the last like you know five six years um this is definitely right up there what were uh, what were some of your thoughts watching this game
1: yeah I didn't get to watch it live because I wasn't even home but I mean watching it back this is this was an absolute war in the first half especially and it just Mm -hmm. seemed like it seemed like Kansas had kind of given up after that first half I don't know what the fuck that speech was at halftime but holy <laughs> shit, they came back 31 and 10 run at, at coming out that's the second incredible. half. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, that's that's fucking nuts. Um Loki happy, really happy for Kansas though. I-, I was gonna be really upset if fucking UNC won this shit. But mm-hmm. I mean Kansas comes back down 15 and gets their fourth national championship. Uh and the largest comeback ever since guess who? March Madness national- March Madness icon. March Madness icon.
0: Uh is it a national championship or just any game?
1: Yeah, that yeah, in a title game. Largest comeback ever in a title game.
0: March Madness Icon.
1: Canva? They got a, uh Nah, it was it's old, but it's a school that's like iconic. Oh,
0: it's old, but it's iconic. Uh Leitner and Duke? I'm thinking um, maybe like a UCLA team. I don't know. I'm I'm stuck.
1: It's Loyola Chicago in 1963. Oh, 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 no way. (laughs) Loyola Chicago. Wow. That's like a, what, 60-year record or something like that? Mm-hmm. Well,
0: dude, I thought they were dead in the water. I mean, yeah, I came. Yeah, I didn't watch the first half live, but I watched the second half live. I, I came back and they only had 25 points at halftime. I'm like, yo, what is going on? Because they, yeah. you know, Kansas up until this point had a dominant run. I mean, they, you know, blew, they were blowing teams out. If they weren't blowing teams out they were, they were beating them and holding them, you know, between like an eight, 10 point margin or whatever. They, you know, they had a really, really dominant tournament uh, just handling business. Um, up until this game where, yeah, they go down 15 and, yeah, have the greatest comeback since Loyola Chicago. And they, yeah, they really just looked dead in the water. Um, but, yeah, whatever happened at halftime came back. Uh, you know, Remy Martin started hitting buckets. Remy, Remy, Remy. Martin, man, that's hilarious. Uh, 17 seventeen thirty eight. He was hitting those corner threes, and, you know, I saw my roommate. I'm just like, you know, got to get him the ball. I mean, he, like – like, honestly, he's earned it to where he should be, you know, mm-hmm. taking these crucial shots. Um, he was huge. Christian Brown was huge. It's, it's crazy that his last name is Brown because every time I see it, 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 it just – It sounds like Braun. It's Braun. Yeah, yeah, it's Braun. It's Braun. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Braun. And then uh, McCormick, huge little baby, you know, jump hooks, uh, a couple of them yeah. near the end that really – came. Um, and I really – you know, I didn't really watch – much of this team in the regular season, but I don't know how you felt, but I kind of like just started to like fall in love with them as the team throughout this tournament, just because of how balanced they are. I mean, they, this is really exactly. one of the most like well put together balanced squads that we've had in a long time. What do you think?
1: Yeah. In the, in the early tournament games, I mean, this was a, a well-oiled machine. I mean, we talked about it, uh, you know, in our chat, like they were just crushing teams to the point where it's like, you could turn it off before, you know, before it ever even got to close to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the best game they played in the beginning was probably the the, or the Kansas versus Providence game. Maybe that one. Yeah, was, I think
0: that was their next closest game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but I mean, other than that, they, they had a great they had a great run up until this point. And I mean, I'm so glad they came back to win this because they're just such a great team. And and when Kansas is good, it's kind of like when the Knicks or, like, when the Lakers are good in the NBA, like, it's good for, you know, it's good for basketball, good for college basketball.
0: Yeah, I think this whole tournament was fantastic for, you know, college basketball because, yeah, I mean, we're, you know, what, two years uh, removed from not having a tournament uh, because mm-hmm. of COVID. And now, you know, to, you know two tournaments later – you know we're getting you know four blue bloods in the final four. We're getting Duke, UNC for the first right. time, which we'll get to yeah. that in, uh, in a sec. And then yeah, yeah of course Kansas. Too, uh, yeah, it is a blue. They haven't won since uh 2008. I've, I think they've been in like one or two ships since, uh, since then, but they haven't won it in you know a decade over a decade. And uh, yeah, like you said, just glad that they they capped off uh, what will be remembered as a, a really dominant run um and I'm glad they I'm glad they got it done uh, I mean really really only playing like six seven guys I mean the rotation was was not that deep but uh you know their guys they're just a, like you said a well-oiled machine and I love uh Baji. I think he's going to be a stud I think, he, like, I think he's going to be a stud and translate really well in the NBA I don't really know about everyone else I mean McCormick you know probably find a spot somewhere because you know he's just you know so big um you know, UNC, though, about.
1: They've got a couple. They've got a couple studs. Yeah, let's talk about
0: UNC. I mean, you know, sh- props to them. You know, they were, you know, they were an eight seed, but they can't be a Cinderella. They're UNC. They're a storied franchise, and they're never the underdog because they Facts. are Facts. one of the most well-funded. You know, get the best recruits, whatever. But nonetheless, they they put they they fought really hard. You know, kind of, you know, they choked. We'll give them a choke in the second half. But nonetheless, I mean, they. It was just a great – I'm glad Kansas made it interesting because once they, you know, kind of caught up to them, then they just started trading baskets. And Baycott was a beast. I mean, Caleb Love. Man, man. You know who I see in Caleb Love? A little Tyrese Maxi.
1: Hmm. Okay. I, I would have never thought of that, but uh, I can kind of see it. I see I
0: see a little Maxi, and he – I mean, he was incredible. The hair? The run. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just their play style. I mean, they're just like – you know, they can get to the rim whenever, and they're just – I don't know, like, their jumpers are kind of similar. Um, I, I think I think Maxie's a little bit quicker, um, but I, I see I see their games being pretty, pretty similar. And then, yo, Cam Johnson's little brother, who I was so scared for. It looked like he was about to, like, pass out. Uh, I, I was hoping it wasn't nothing serious. But he, he was getting busy, man. You know, for a guy that averages, like, two points, you know, he came off the bench and played really, really well.
1: Yeah, he had a couple of good moments. Baycott though, I mean, is he is he declaring for the draft? I would assume so.
0: God, I would assume so. I, I he you know he gained himself like 15, 20 picks higher than he would have gone. Exactly.
1: This dude he, like...
0: Yeah, he's a monster. I mean, he he was I think five rebounds away from having the most in a tournament run ever, which Damn. is insane.
1: And
0: Man, yeah, he he's was not even that tall. Yeah. He's not even that tall. He's just a big body. And he, there's definitely a spot for him somewhere because yeah, I mean, he plays good rebounds and yes. he can finish around
1: the basket. And that's, I was going to say, know, I really, would love him on the Kings, bro. This is like exactly the type of player that we need.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, I mean, there's always a spot for this kind of, this kind of player in the NBA. So yeah, he, he earned himself some bread for sure in the, uh, uh in the nba but hype for bill self i'm I'm hype for hubert davis I, i'm really glad that you know in his first season uh he took them all the way uh to the championship game i think that's huge um yeah. and let's just get into let's get into the other biggest game you know unc duke i mean like it's just kind of like a you know like a mandela effect it's like how they never played in the tournament kind of like lebron like cr- averaging like a career 27 7 and 7 but never actually getting that
1: yeah yeah, just uh, I think just, I think it's just because we see a lot of like UNC and Duke individually, but you mm-hmm. never really, especially not in the tournament, you don't really see them match up that often. And when it does, it's like the stars align and shit.
0: Yeah, and they they align big time. I mean, the the higher ups at the NCAA were loving the fact that they you know were meeting up in the Final Four, and for Coach K's last game I mean come on um yeah but yeah I mean what what did you think of this game who did you who did you think um who did you think was gonna win
1: I I really thought I really thought Duke was gonna take this just because they had been so fucking hard nose up to this point I mean Roach was you know tough as nails especially finishing around the rim and I mean Banchero was hitting shots like nobody's business before this and I mean, Roach got held to eight points, bro. And, I mean, Manic hit some big threes. UNC just – I don't know how they ended up as an eight-seed team, to be honest, because they, they're a great team.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, technically, yeah, from what they did in the regular regular season, yeah, they kind of had to. But, yeah, this team, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, was way too talented. I mean, and they showed it. I'm glad that they, they proved uh, that, you know, they shouldn't have been seeded uh, right. where they were because yeah they they got some guys like you know Caleb I mean Caleb Love dropping 28 points to to end Coach K's career just cold bro and Duke right. you know one one thing you know I I thought Duke was going to be a pretender just because they closed the regular season really poorly I mean they mm-hmm. lost to who's in Miami I think they lost to Miami in the ACC championship. Uh, yeah. Lost to UNC in the last home game. And my ah man, like they're really, you know, really not playing that well going into the tournament. But what I didn't expect was just how far and above their talent is compared to like almost every everyone other team in the tournament. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like even just like not even just their starters. Like their bench unit would come in and just put in work against everyone else. Like, yep. Kiel's yeah, I mean
0: Keels. Yeah, Keels had 19 off the bench against UNC. Yeah. You know, Theo John. Yeah, I mean this team has at least yeah at least three first round picks, maybe even three lottery guys. I mean Benchero, oh, no. Wendell Moore, and then AJ Griffin. AJ Griffin, low key one of my fav- if not my favorite player in the draft. Yeah. Yeah, he just doesn't miss. He missed against you. I mean he missed this game. He missed this game, but for the most part, he was shooting the shooting the light side of the ball. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad to see. Yeah, Paolo. I mean, throughout the whole tournament, Paolo was amazing. But yeah, uh, it's kind of sad to see Coach K uh, Yeah, had to go out like this. Yo,
0: UNC, I mean, they have that forever, man. I mean, if I was if I was in that rivalry, if I was on UNC's side, I would never let a Duke fan hear the end of that. I mean, that's crazy. That's like, facts. Yeah. They they beat him at his last home game and
1: in the tournament. Oh, come
0: on. So dirty. Okay.
1: Have, uh, who's taking over? Have they announced that?
0: Yes. Um, John Shire. He's their assistant coach. He played the on the 2010 team that won it. Um, oh. He, okay. uh, yeah, I think he he was a, a pretty solid part of that team. But yeah, he's gonna he's gonna take over. It was either him or uh, I think Nolan Smith, and yeah, they went with they went with the Shire.
1: What was the, some other games you enjoyed watching this tournament? Oh,
0: man. Um, the UCLA UNC game was really really good. I mean just a lot of a lot of really talented players um in that game and and to uh that was a really uh, a really good matchup. Um yeah. let's see. Um oh, dude, Arkansas a bunch of athletes. Just a bunch of athletes um going at it. Uh let's
1: see. Yeah, that game against have. Gonzaga was was something.
0: Um oh the St. Peter's Purdue game. I mean, that Purdue. was really like that. Even that the Mercy like highlight. Game too. That was yeah. like the highlight of St. Peter's run. Yeah. I mean, taking down Purdue. I, I really, really like them. Uh, and a lot of people like them going to the tournament. They um they shut them down. They just played so much harder. And I, I still mm. really like Jalen Ivey. Um, Jaden, Jalen.
1: I can always Jayden, read it. I think.
0: Yes, Jaden. Sorry.
1: <laughs> You're good. St. Peter's. Sorry, did, do you remember? Ball, it... Do you remember that year when uh Modesto was like one of the like last seeded teams for the CIF playoffs in basketball? I think it was your senior year, might have been your junior year.
0: Uh I'm not sure.
1: Uh-uh. Oh we wait. Played we played Sheldon.
0: Yes, yes. Dude, Who Dude, Martin this, Bagley's little brother?
1: Yeah, this St. Peter's team reminded me of, like, us back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, oh, we were man, just playing dude, our fucking hilarious. hearts
1: out because, like, everything's on the line. I mean, this is it pretty much. Like, every game is, you know, do or die. And against mm-hmm. a, star, a bunch of star-studded teams, I mean, they mm-hmm. just they played their asses off and they just ran into UNC at the wrong time.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, they just ran into a much more talented team, but I mean, we got to give it to them. I mean, the fact that, you know, we've never seen a, a 15 seed go to the, uh you know, we got two major things we've never seen before. I oh, will three things. I mean, we'd, you know, three things, if you count that, that 15 point comeback, uh because mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, uh, you know, haven't seen that, but I mean, a 15 seed go to the, the, Elite Eight, you know, UNC and Duke for the first time. I mean, just off of those two, you know, feats alone just makes this tournament incredible. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, St. Peter's, yeah, like our team, we just had, like, a bunch of small little guards that were just super pesky and uh, Mm -hmm. just played harder than everybody else.
1: Yeah. Uh, That Duke versus Tech game was really good, too.
0: I was just going to say, yeah, I was just looking at that one. That was a crazy game as well.
1: Yeah, I remember watching that one. That one came... Pretty close, down to the last, like, one or two minutes.
0: Wait, let's talk – wait, let's go back to St. Peter's real quick. Some stuff came yeah. out about them today, how their uh, – Oh, Shea yeah. Holloway, their coach, is going to Seton Hall. Two mm. like jobs three, for Seton
1: Hall. Three of their guys, and Doug, Eddard, um, Lee, and Banks, uh, they all entered the transfer portal. So, who knows if they end up at Seton Hall or if they end up somewhere hmm. else.
0: Yeah, that'd be hilarious if they just like that'd be like them moving up to varsity, going to, Dude, go to I, Hall. I
1: would, I, I would definitely play for that guy still at Seaton Hall. That would be kind. Of, that'd be dope. Yeah, and part of
0: me is like, damn, like you know, uh, you know, not gonna keep this going, whatnot. But then the other part of me is like, you know, go use like this newfound you know fame and notoriety and, and be like move up. I mean, Seaton Hall is a much you know much better program. They're always in the tournament. So, so why not, you know, kind of, you know, move this over
1: to a, a much higher pedigree team? Exactly. Um, I mean, no one's going to be mad at them. I mean, especially it's not in New Jersey. I mean, that's New Jersey's team right there. Yeah.
0: Oh, the Houston-Arizona game. Um, that mm-hmm. The-
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, oh, wait, the, 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 uh, there was another Arizona game. The, that was crazy.
1: The TCU
0: versus TCU. Yes, TCU. Well, didn't that, like, go to overtime or something? Yeah. Was yes. it
1: double overtime or just single? I know there was I a couple I... double overtime games in the beginning. Yeah, I think just
0: just overtime. But uh, who was it? Coloco, uh, Mathurin. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, those guys were hitting huge shots. That was just, like, huge ballsy shots were being hit from uh, from Arizona. Yeah, that, that low key was probably my favorite game right there.
1: I really thought Arizona had a little more fire in them. And then I thought the same thing about Houston after they beat them. And then just.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that. Who are some of your most disappointing teams? Because I have a couple in mind. Auburn for sure. That's Um, number one. Auburn. Tennessee.
1: Although I really liked liked Tennessee. But, I mean, Michigan was a really good team. Um, We got – Wisconsin's in there. Wisconsin's was, was
0: disappointing. I really like Johnny Wisconsin. Davis. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: uh, uh, Purdue has to be in there. I mean, I thought this was, you know, elite eight final four caliber team, but they just ran into a juggernaut, man. Mm-hmm. They ran into the St. Peter's juggernaut. Um, I
1: mean, even Gonzaga, I mean, they lost to a good team, but I don't know.
0: I, was I mean, yeah. Was Gonzaga.
1: Wrong, I mean, Gonzaga's
0: right next to Duke as, you know, the other most talented team that was in this tournament in terms of just guys that are are gonna translate well and um, you know NBA and whatnot just a cohesive unit. I mean, this was you know one of the best teams all year. Uh, yeah, and I think I really I think for them Gonzaga is is really in that point. It's like national championship or bust. I mean, they've they've earned that with their pedigree these last few years, and and anything but that um, is a disappointment. I think that's just a, a testament of
1: uh, their standards. I mean, shout out to Miami though. They had they had a great run. I know Liam was really hyped to see them play. Um, yes, I mean, they, R. I. P. Mean, yep, R. I. P. Mean, yeah, yeah, Jabari Smith. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know yeah. what's crazy? I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm so I'm still here. I'm a big Jabari <laughs> fan. I think. Yeah. yeah, I you know I think there's plenty of guys that you know have done really well in the NBA that uh, you know kind of sunk it up in the tournament. I just think. His, his shooting um his shooting's too good i think his size um tra- translates too well and he'll be all right i, I think uh i think he'll be like uh he'll fit right in as like a deandre hunter type uh right mm-hmm. away uh, i still have faith paulo paulo's someone that i was a little iffy on but after this tournament i'm like okay like yeah he yeah, yeah he's legit he's ready he's ready, <laughs> he's ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he turned the fuck up in the tournament. Um, also, Magusti, Chet. I mean, Chet uh-huh. showed up defensively. Chet was a monster. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Going back to Miami real quick. I really, you know, McGusty was really, really fun to watch. He gives me like a a Karis LeVert. He's giving me Karis LeVert. He's giving Karis LeVert.
1: <laughs> Karis yeah.
0: Levert vibes. Yeah. Yeah, he was super fun. Who are some of your other like favorite favorite players to watch um, in the tournament?
1: Let me think. McGusty's uh, gotta be in
0: there. Caleb Love's gotta be in there.
1: It Apollo, was of course. Fuck. There was a guy on Murray State. They low-key looked like Flight. What was his fucking name? <laughs> I think it was Brown. I think, or no, it was Hill. It was Hill. Yeah. He was, he was an absolute flamethrower. I I really liked watching uh, him play and he looked like flight. So every time I saw him, I was like, Hey, it was flight. Flight team stand up. Yeah. Uh, Who else?
0: I always love watching, uh, watching Juzang Mm -hmm. and then, um, Gillespie off of off of Villanova. He was he was the bright spot for me watching Villanova because most of their games were pretty boring, and he was uh, he
1: was one of the ones that always kind of stood out. Yeah, the white guy from UNC. I think his name's Manic. He, I mean, he was really good on both sides of the ball, hitting some crazy threes, and then also just being a presence defensively. He was he was fun to watch. Yeah, he
0: yeah, he stepped up, both of their guards stepped up. And then of course Baycott, who was just, I mean, man, he had like 10 rebounds
1: in like first half, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was just getting him so easily. I was like, dude, nobody's stopping this guy right now. Yeah, so easy. I mean, um, he shot terribly though. And was still so dominant.
0: Yeah, he uh yeah, he needs to develop uh, a little uh offensive offensive skill set um because he he tried a jumper uh against Kansas that he just like airballed it from like 10 15 feet out i'm like ah baby like come on man mm. um you think you you think uh, Jabari Smith's draft stock where do you think he's going to go i think he's still going to be like a top 3
1: pick mm. he mu- i feel like he might slip to like mid lottery to be honest Uh, At the at the worst, at the worst, he'll slip to like mid late lottery, but there'll probably still be some team that doesn't care about tournament play. I mean, that's usually how it goes. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: I uh, I I guess now I think yeah, Paulo and Shed will probably end up going over him, and then I mean I can't really to for me personally, I can't really think of too many guys I'd pick over him. I
1: mean, maybe Ivy. Griffin. Um, Let's see. Let's look at, look at a mock draft, see if they've updated it since the tournament. I, I really like
0: Griffin. I think he's like a, he's like a, a raw version of like a Jalen Brown, I think. But, man, he just develops you know a little bit of handle. I mean, he's such a good shooter.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of mock drafts still have him in the top five. That's right to go, man. I mean – he's like 6'10
0: I mean I I think he's too too well equipped. I will say though yeah the the tournament play that was concerning and also on defense I mean he uh he's not as quick on defense like laterally, you know when yeah. it gets in front of guards but I think if you putting it if you're putting him on you know 66 69 610 guys I mean he's going to be a perfect guy to put on you know the star wings um, right. that are in the NBA right now but not maybe not necessarily you know the smaller guards
1: yeah, I guess it is a pretty weak draft. Once you get past those like those upper echelon guys. Yeah, I I
0: need to do like some homework still and stuff on that. But like, yeah, I, I think I don't think it's gonna be man. We might not see a draft class like the one we just saw for a while. I,
1: I think this the rookies this year are crazy, even down to like the later guys. The rookies are cracked. The rookies yeah. are so <laughs> they, they really are. I mean, one of my favorite yeah. guys to watch, who I, I didn't think much of when they drafted him, was Josh Giddy. Yeah, he's been really fun to watch. And like, when yeah, they him and Shea. Like, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, him and Shea fit well. Yeah, I felt the same way because when they got him, I'm like, ah, they like they missed out. It was like a consolation prize because you know they missed out on Mobley and Cade and, and Jalen Green and whatnot and, and Barnes. But yeah, he, I mean, since that Knicks game where he dropped like a you know 20, 30 point triple double. Yeah, he uh he's kind of like a Ricky Rubio on steroids, I guess.
1: Yeah, a bigger one too.
0: Yeah, bigger one. Yeah, he uh yeah, he's a stud. And uh I mean Scotty Barnes, Scotty Barnes might end up stealing that rookie of the year from Mobley.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was that was a guy Liam was really high on. And he's he's really yeah. showed up. He has really yeah. really showed up.
0: Liam, yeah, Liam was right. Yeah, he's been a beast, Mobley, obviously K. Jalen Green's been coming around, uh, Kaminga, Bones, Bones Highland. I mean, he dude, even you know, Mitchell nice had a beast. game the other
1: day.
0: Yeah. I mean, Mitchell's gonna be good. I mean, people, you know, he's probably gonna end up as like a you know third guard or something, but like he's he's gonna be in the league for a while. He plays, you know, he plays good defense. Yeah. Um and did, dude, did you see that dunk he had the other day?
1: Yeah. That was Ooh. that was nasty. Ooh. That was disgusting. Ooh. I didn't know he was like that. Uh, he got some bounce, but
0: yeah, that was dirty. Um so yeah, probably the rookies won't be won't be as good. Um but the, I think overall I think we can both agree that this uh this tournament was really good for college basketball. A sport that I think is uh you know has been kind of on the decline, has been dying out a little bit um, just in, you know, with, uh, with, you know, recruits going to the G league and uh, you know, with uh, you know, the one and dones and the quality of play not being uh, I think the NBA game, you know, so much better in quality and like the, the, the talent depth being so crazy in the NBA, it kind of hurt college because you go from the NBA and then you watch college. It's like, it's just night and day, you know, um I think that doesn't help, but this tournament was really, really good for uh yeah um for college basketball. What do you think? Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um all right, man. We got anything else? Um anything well, else to cover about this tournament? I
1: think it's pretty solid. Congrats to Kansas, congrats to UNC. Um, congrats to my bracket. I chose I chose Kansas, got like 90 970 points. So <laughs>
0: Yeah, hey, yeah, shout-out to that. That's something. Shout-out to my roommate, Andrew. He he had Kansas all the way, too. I took Auburn. My other roommate took UCLA. And then he took, he took Kansas. And, uh, yeah, he got it. He called it from the start. His reasoning, you know, his reasoning was uh, he always goes with the top teams that don't get talked about. And mm. that's true. Yeah. I mean, no that's one was talking true. about them. Because all the other teams that were like their – their contemporaries. I mean, Duke was super hyped. Zag was super hyped. Yeah. Arizona, um, you know, Auburn, Auburn. you know, I hyped up Auburn. I hyped up Auburn. Everyone hyped up Auburn uh, because of, you know, Jabari and whatnot. Kansas, they just stuck in and just was like, hey, we're over here. We're beating everybody. We're just going to, you know, quietly get to the championship. And yeah, he was Mm right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's gonna, yeah, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode, Coast to Coast podcast, the March Madness edition. Um, you know, hopefully Liam will be with us next time. You know, we'll be, uh, beginning as, some you know, NBA playoffs are starting soon. Um, which I'm so, so excited for this playoffs, you know, most excited in in a while. This playoffs is going to be crazy. Um. NFL draft coming up. Uh, Great, great time to be a sports fan. Hey, we got to do a Champions League episode, bro. We got some two bangers tomorrow. We got Chelsea
1: and Madrid. We got to do a Champions League episode. And the World Cup on the horizon, too. I mean, the groups just got drawn a couple days ago. Groups just got drawn, yep. Uh, Good day to be a sports fan.
0: Yeah, it is a great time to be a sports fan. But, yeah, we, you know, hopefully we'll have a lot more content for you guys.
1: But, yeah, without further ado, uh, we'll be signing off. Peace.